This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Watch him throw the ball, we gon' pick it off You gon' let him hit the hole or you gon' cut it off You gon' play through fourth and long or you gon' punt it off Your defenders have you hit us, put your pads in Don't be looking for the ref to throw no flags in Keep the helmet on, keep the cleats tight You the type to want to win by any means, right? You should look alive, this is Trapper Dive Yes sir, welcome back to another Trapper Dive podcast Post-game edition, I'm your host Molly Maul, um, AJ is loading up. We about to get him on as well. Everybody, I see y'all. Yak DJ out too. Jerry and Magic, Omani, Will A. That's the best best formation in football. Is the victory formation, man. Line it up. Washington wins twenty seventeen. Let me go ahead and get AJ in, um, and then we can keep things pushing. Where is the thing? There we go. And boom. All right, there we go. Um, yes, sir. While we while we getting on that topic, Hawk shit, uh, make sure y'all like, subscribe, all that good stuff. We definitely appreciate it. If you're on the Twitter side or Twitch side, um, if you want to call into the show, uh, the link is in the description on the YouTube side. You can go ahead and visit that. Uh, you'll find it on my Twitter profile. Um, or just go to Trapper Dive YouTube and you'll see the link in there. Call up, um, and we'll get you in uh, as the show moves along. Uh, but yeah. AJ's in here, man. AJ, man, how you feeling, big dog? How, how's the day been? How the, how the game go for you? Your overall thoughts on, on, on everything that you just saw? What I you mean, smirking for? You smirking already? Something happened, bro? Oh, no. I'm, I'm looking at another <laughs> game on TV, just like, just laughing at a play. But, uh, no, you good. I mean, it was, it was a game, boring, but, <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, they, they pulled off the W. Um, I don't know what. The Patriots are offensively. 
uh, very confusing. But, I mean, they ended up winning the game. Like I said, I, I was a little bit bored watching it. But at the end of the day, you know, they, they got the dub. And I guess we'll break down different dynamics of the game. Yeah. Um, that's but honestly, bro, like from a conversation standpoint, that's that's what I mean when you say not literally you, but when the question is asked, like when is the when is the next game that Washington wins, bro? Like you're not gonna be able to like literally call it, but you know they're gonna win one of these games. And I think the Patriots game as the game as the actual game was transpiring, you noticed that um while you knew that the, the Patriots defense was very good at doing some things like the talent, the talent gap wasn't there in terms of or in favor of them um, in, in this matchup with Washington. Uh, how did get sacked three times? Um, but outside of that, like it was still like even outside of those three sacks, he had a relatively clean day uh, throwing the football. Um uh, they was able to move. I think this is 400 and let's see, 430 yards of offense on the day. Um, dominated the time of possession, at least in the first half. It's 37-22, so still relatively in there. I mean, pretty much in their favor. Um, and, and like 124 yards on the day on the ground, 308 net passing yards. But I think Howe had 325 on the day as well. Um, like they had a lot. The, the talent guy was in favor of Washington on that side of the ball. Um, and then you see the other side as well, like outside of what a couple splash plays and, and really turnovers that put New England in position to even score some points, a turnover and then one big play. What like that two that two play drive that went for 84 yards. Um, that's really all of New England scoring on the day. Um, so like the talent gap, man, it, it was in favor of Washington. It showed itself throughout the day. And even when they went down 14-10, it was just a matter of like, this game is still clearly in their hands so long as they play a clean game in the second half. Uh, and, and, and they pretty much did it. Yeah. I mean, the Patriots offense just in that, like there's no, there's no real playmakers on that, on that side of the ball. Uh, yeah. They were able to score in the running game, but damn, like they had some deep shots downfield of Rager, which is interesting. I don't know that, yeah, Taekwon Thornton is their burner. So I'm not quite sure why they use Rager in that. I mean, he, he's fast too, but I feel like Thornton is way faster. Um, yeah, I feel like if this Washington Washington defense had played uh, a better <laughs> Mac Jones or of some sorts, um, definitely would have seen the, the defense get exposed even more because uh, there was legit no pressure. So all that yeah. case to him uh james smith williams shit that people been talking y'all can go ahead kill all that um but i mean this is the new defensive front that as fans we should get accustomed to uh they were they were mediocre as far as defense overall and, and getting home to the quarterback um you know fortunately guys like like uh Quan Martin were able to get a seal a game ceiling interception. Funny how that works, right? All of a sudden now you're playing these guys with more more snaps because it seems like you're forced to in a sense. And some of these guys are making impactful plays. Emmanuel Forbes had a good day. Um which is which is why it's puzzling. Like what what is the strategy behind Emmanuel Forbes? Because I really do not understand it. Um well I mean, honestly, 
like if if he couldn't play today, then that was going to be a problem. They 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 didn't have like we we all but said it. Um, I was being generous. You just spat out said it, but they don't have the Patriots have nobody on offense that's going to threaten anybody. So it would be a perfect time to play Quan and, and Emmanuel Forbes. I don't know how many snaps Quan played, but I mean from from first quarter up until fourth quarter, I saw Forbes have a lot of snaps. Uh, so it'd be interesting to see how many Quan played. Uh, obviously, right time, right place for him defensively to get that pick at the end. Uh, and and dude flat out dropped it. Uh, who was that, Juju? Um, so, like, either way, right place, right time. You capitalize on him dropping a pass. Uh, good coverage by, by uh, Kendall, too. Like, you 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 right on his hip. But um, to your point, though, like, Forbes is going up against basically a, a, a C-class roster at wide receiver. Like, he's going to get burned today out of all weeks. And um, he, he did his thing. Yeah, I mean, and I think uh, Eric Bieniemy called up a, a a solid game plan that really was balanced. If you really look at it from an overall standpoint, my bad. I'm getting like thrown off by this uh, ending of this Bucks and Texans I'm look, game. I'm looking at that right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I just I had seen uh, CJ Stroud dotted up for a touchdown in the end zone, just the composure. In the past that he made, but yeah, back to the Patriots and Commanders game. But Eric Bieniemy called a good game that you know helped to balance the attack. Whether they were gaining rushing yards or not, it still allowed uh, Sam Howell to be a bit more comfortable in the defense to be uh, off put by what was coming next. They couldn't necessarily sit back and just plan for the for the passing game. Uh, they also had to be. Uh, held accountable for what could possibly come in the running game. But overall, man, it was just a boring-ass game. Uh, <laughs> if, if if we weren't doing a travel dive episode, I would have turned off the game. Uh, I hate seeing the Patriots play in general. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what it was. Uh, I will say that Sam Howe, you know. All right, yeah. let's start from the top then. Let's Because we ain't about to just wrap it up. Right now, let's go ahead and oh, start with the, with the I, offense. I was, about, I was about to get to the part, you know, most people probably want to hear about, that interception in the end zone. I wanted to ask you, what the hell did he see there? Let's start from the top. That was second. That was second quarter, right? Like overall, man, it was it was a it was a pretty it was a pretty solid day from from Sam and and just the offense generally. Um, I, I think you mentioned like Brian Robinson and and Antonio Gibson. I think this was he only had six carries. Antonio Gibson did, but it was probably one of his most efficient days on offense altogether. I think he had close to ninety yards of total offense um, from passing and receiving. Uh, he was. I think five, yeah, five for five on his targets, um, and then six carries, thirty-four yards. But like he had some really impactful runs for for Washington. But to your point, in terms of opening up things for Sam and and just having the protection in order up front, um, three sacks on the day today. But overall, like the last two weeks been really clean for him, and and he's been looking real comfortable in terms of what he's able to do uh, from the pocket and and even being patient from uh, uh, stepping up and making throws or or if he has to use his legs, like having the wherewithal to like. To like do that, um, I I think uh, from McLaurin to Jahan uh, and even Byron Pringle, right? Who who's had opportunities since he's been getting snaps. I'm mean, even Jameson Crowder to that extent. But like I, I, I that group right there is is finding ways to get things done over these past couple of weeks. Um, and 
for 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 us in in terms of watching this offense they're finally able to actually connect on a deep ball i think Jahan had a 33 yard touchdown um that went for something for this offense for for a quarterback who's known to have the deep ball right in his in his repertoire and like for all of the other reasons or all of the reasons why they couldn't connect on anything um throughout this season they finally get one on the board uh for washington it goes to the guy who was apparently some shit and nobody really thinks is good exaggerating but they still think it's some shit like of course i mean you say let's go to the top so like the first drive when supposedly he drops the he drops the ball i mean everyone's gonna say oh he should catch it just because his hand got on it but realistically the ball should be in front of him so that he could catch the ball and turn up field Walk like the play, that. walk the play for me, because I, I came in, I came in, um, I was coming in from a flag football game, so I missed the first drive on on Patriots and on the Washington side. I so just heard he dropped it, was, it. So it was Washington's uh, first drive of the game offensively, and pretty much it was a crosser route. Jahan was uh, screaming across uh, the line of scrimmage in front of Sam Howe. Sam Howe threw the ball behind Jahan, and he had to adjust and go behind him to try to catch it. Whereas he had space, he had a lot of space to get the first down and make the catch and turn up field if the ball was put in front of him. So you see the comments on Twitter or whatever, people saying, oh, Jahan Dawson is back to him, same self this year, dropping the ball. They did that again? He's some shit, whatever. (laughs) Like, he should have caught that. And I'm like, can y'all click? And they showed a great replay for the TV folks, like, they showed a great replay that the ball was clearly behind him. Yeah, his hand got on the ball, but it's a hard adjustment to do when you're crossing the field and thinking that the quarterback is going to lead you to <laughs> to the sideline so you can turn up field. It's a hard pass to catch. Like, so I I just felt kind of bad for that. Like, with with people keep trying to like go after Jahan Dotson. I'm not sitting here saying he's an All Pro or whatever, but Sam also has to be held accountable be for objective. not the ball in front of him and, and giving him an opportunity to truly catch the ball upfield and get some rack. Yeah. Um, and and I think when we get back on the Sam conversation, right, like there's a couple instances where you kind of wonder. Um, I, I don't think like they're true damning negatives when you say like the inconsistent terms of like the ball placement and in, 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 in some random moments, right? When you're throwing the ball a lot and you're throwing, well, he had 45 passes today. Um, when you're throwing the ball that much, um, of course, there's going to be some wild ones. Um, I, I'll take your word for the play. I didn't see it, so it is what it is. Um, and then, But I also saw one a later later on a sprint out to Jahan where it touched his hand as well and it bounced off it, but it was a it was a ball placed behind him. I know, and then you look at the red zone pass where nobody can really understand what he did except for Sam Howell himself, who I'm sure is going to talk about it after the after the game um but but nobody knows what the hell he was doing there um i think in that aspect in in terms of like his growth and maturity um i haven't seen a play like that unlike since the buffalo game where uh the the context was different like he was he was being a little bit arrogant in that that scene throw to to the tight end in that um in that buffalo game where he threw it right to the defender but this one is like it's a it's a different context, but it's like, what are you doing? Just throw the ball away. And and I think those things, uh, you can if you just have that 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 time to or or mental like alert to just 
get rid of it and, and keep a keep a drive alive um that that can that's something as simple like as a, a coaching point throughout the week or, or an emphasis throughout the week um but those are some moments that do pop up here and there when you think about the the cons of sam but i think today was a really good sighting in terms of his composure against a defense like uh bill belichick's um overall like it was it was some really big moments that he had that third and 18 bro or third and 19 or something like that or or whatever yeah. third and 20 something where he picked up 23 or 24 um like you see this you five yards away from the first down instead of going out of bounds or, or sliding he he just goes and gets it um it's, it's some plays that he makes, man, all the time. Every every single every single week, where you're like, all right, I'm encouraged by a quarterback like him. Um, but sometimes there's a hesitancy. But overall, like it was it was a really good day for my, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, it's it's been a lingering thing for him in his football career, like as far as like the red zone and making decisions like that. So you put you pinpoint back to the Buffalo game, but even if you go to his first start. Uh, against the Cowboys last year, same same type of thing, throwing in the triple coverage. Like, I really don't know what he's seen there. Like, there's no excuse whether you <laughs> it, it could have been your first day on the job ever. You just don't make those type of uh, mistakes within the red zone. Like, you have an opportunity to either get six or three, and that could have cost them the game. You know, fortunately for them, they were able to you know, hold off the Patriots and, and get that turnover at the end so that the Patriots either couldn't score a touchdown or or a game-time field goal. But you can't make those type of mistakes in the red zone. Like, you could cost your team big time. Um, yeah, yeah. I've I watched the play several times. I have no clue what was there. But overall, it was a, it was a pretty chill day for the most part. Um, I think you said he got sacked three or four times for the yeah, day. Yeah, he got sacked. He got sacked three times, yeah. Yeah, like I said, I think um, Eric Bieniemy did a good job of including the run more uh, this game. I would have liked to see Chris Rodriguez get some opportunities uh, within the run game, but overall, man, they 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 did their thing to to get the W. That's ultimately what you what you want uh, if you're not a part of the crew of them bettering their, their draft status. <laughs> you ultimately want them to win. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, that's, that's my view on the offense. For sure. Um, appreciate everybody who's joining in right now. Uh, let's take a pause. Just hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. Um, on the audio side, if you're listening to the podcast, uh, replay version of this, make sure you give us a rating and review. We definitely appreciate those. Um, it takes two seconds to do that, man. And it's free. So we appreciate y'all showing the support for Trap Dive, man. Um, defensively. I'm with you. That's, that's it's it was a it was a solid day. Side yeah. question: Is yeah. your Fox broadcast like glitching? Oh, I'm on red zone right now while I no, got this. Like, while I'm doing the like podcast, watching the game today. Oh, Germany. last week, last week, 100. It was. Yeah, I, 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 I like, here lagging like I got AOL dollar for something like. Are good? you on? Um, do you are you you on a streaming service as well? Nah, I pay for cable, so that's why I'm like, Damn. what's good? Like this joint keep. Tweaking, I know it ain't my TV. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, bro. Cause that joint was weird last week, bro. And, and people were people were going off online. I, I was going through the same thing. I was I was pissed. <laughs> like, bro, I can't even enjoy the game. Like, just sit down. Um, Amani said it was it was struggling, and uh, Jerry said his was 
He said he got Hulu, but his is fine. Um, okay. Well, Kenny says he thinks that they have the franchise quarterback. Everybody in the chat have has your opinion. What is your opinion? Uh, we talked about it. What's today? It, Sunday. Is, we talked about is it. Kenny's last name Rivera. <laughs> You know, Rivera did say post game that how let led the team to victory, man. I think that was his first quote. Um, I didn't hear the whole thing, but what where is everybody at with that? Well, no, I'm gonna say don't he Kenny said what he said. I want to ask this question on Tuesday when emotions are simmering down. We'll, we'll revisit that and it, maybe it have not going to simmer down with this fan base. And then <laughs> the social media team didn't do any favors by by tweeting either yesterday or Friday QB number one like. Oh yeah, that was that was right after. And then Diana Rossini, she puts out her report, and oh shoot, but yeah, she puts out her report like uh, the the building feels comfortable with going forward with Sam Howe. I'm like, come on, man, don't be posting these vague ass, uh, vague ass clickbait articles so people can subscribe to the Athletic. (laughs) Um. Where are we at? Oh, yeah, defense, bro. Um, first day, first game without Montez and without Chase, uh, the team registers no sex. Um, it's also a game where I felt like Mac Jones damn near had all day in the pocket. Like he wasn't really that 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 flustered. Um, like there wasn't a lot of time that was uh shortened while he was back there. Uh, KJ Henry did get in for one sack, but it was actually crazy. I was about to tweet out the fact that there was no. Like they had no sacks at that point. Like literally on that play, I was tweeting out they had no sacks. Um, and the interior was just absent throughout the day. Um, and he gets his free rush on the edge and his and gets his sack. BS call, by the way. It was definitely clearly no that that was one of the worst calls you could ever see. And in the ref for Fox, <laughs> Blandino, bro, I came in talk about that's what they the officiator uh, officials are trying to emphasize. And I'm like, bro, like emphasize what? <laughs> like it did everything textbook. What are you trying to emphasize and call flags on? Um, and and he tried to save face after he said that because I guess he didn't see the play before before he started talking. But point being, first day without Montez and Chase, uh, no sacks registered. Um, I think even um John and Duran finished the day both with oh uh where did John finished the day with one tackle, Duran finished the day with two. Um those are the people that were supposed to step up. It is one day, it is one game, but this was a really good opportunity for them to even like start on the right foot without these guys, and um, you got nothing from them. Hey, I mean, they they said they want people to do their job and, and and rush as a pack, so that's what they did. They rushed as a pack and got zero. So hey, go for it. <laughs> like. I mean, Mac Mac Jones could have made burritos, quesadillas. He could have made you a Chipotle bowl, whatever back there. Like <laughs> he legit had all day to throw. Like if he had better wide receivers, he would have ate this defense up. And if he was a better quarterback too, like yeah. I mean, it it was insane how much time was there. All they were doing was flushing to Hill and James Smith Williams <laughs> past the quarterback. That's all they did. There wasn't no alternative moves, whatever, but, you know, this is the new day and age front four. Um, you know, Payne and Allen really had no impact in this game at all. Um, yeah, the defense is the defense, bro. Like, 
you know, you want you want Ben to kind of start turning around to play the ball a bit more in these passing situations. But yeah, the defense is the defense at this rate. Like it's it's not gonna get any better. It's not changing. Hey, Will, I'm about to just hey, it's the moonshine, man. It's the What's the what's the favorite moonshine? I don't know. I you know what's crazy? I never tried moonshine before, but I'm I'm willing to try it. No, I had it one time, and it's crazy because it wasn't that it wasn't that memorable. I don't remember what it tastes like. Um, damn, they got me thinking. I gotta try it again, bro. Ain't that corn liquor, corn starch liquor, something like that? Corn liquor. I don't even know. You don't know? I know. I know. Will somebody got to know in the chat? I think it's Let corn liquor, or something like that. You. You and Dre, the ones be drinking on the show and stuff. Like, all right. <laughs> I'm, actually, hey. I'm actually turning my head. Like, where's my bottle of water? Yeah, no, I, I, I get it, man. I'm drinking water right now, bro. But um, yeah, I, did, I, did have, I did have some drinks this weekend, but you know, I don't what know. You was drinking on? Uh, what you was I was drinking on? on. What was I drinking? I had Casamigos and Don Julio and Nejo. Yeah, AJ man, little Casamigos fan, bro. Hey, man, tequila. Everybody, everybody, let them little, them little Casamigos, man. Casamigos. But don't nobody, don't nobody oh. want to drink the Espalon, man. That's that's the joint <laughs> that's gonna really get you. That's gonna really get you on your on your shit, bro. Nah, that Espalon, bro. I ain't trying to get lit, bro. I'm just trying. To, <laughs> I'm just trying to vibe out, get my ass back in the crib safely. That's it. Smoke your smoke your hookah, bro. You smoke your hookah this weekend? I definitely had, I definitely had some hookah. So <laughs> I, had, I had went by uh, this spot across from like Park called, uh, it used to be just called Lima back in the day. Uh-huh. They reopened like a couple months ago called uh, Lima Retwist. It was weak as hell in there, but I was just vibing, smoked some hookah, and then I ended up going to Park, which kind of the, the night ended a little weird, ran into my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> while, you gave her was, you gave her a nice little hug, bro. Yeah, so it's funny. Like I had a at the Lima joint, I ended up talking to this one girl, and she ended up coming with me to park. So we're leaving, and as we're leaving, my ex happens to be right by the door to exit. So I just play cordial, give her a hug, but she says like the most out of pocket thing to me, like in a sexual way. I'm not gonna repeat on here. Oh, she was drunk. Like, Whoa, like and 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 the new girl heard it. So then we get outside. She like, what was all of that about? Like, oh my God, like it really had me like, you know, it really kind of turned my mood around. Well, I, all I'm saying is if that's the girl, if, the, if that's the, the voice of the girl that you've been dealing with, bro. Hey, no, nah, I just I just met her that night. Hey, it is no, nah, I know. She need to, she need to mind her business. That's what she need to do. It'd be the black girls with the they they right. too good. Uh, what is it? Goody too too. Little bougie, bro. That's it, bro. Yeah. Little bougie, bro. Hey, little you bougie, John, man. That's the, all it is, bro. Ones, the the clueless ones. Hey, um, all right. Let's let's get back to it, bro. But but moonshine. Uh, but they said corn and apple pie was the one I was thinking of, though. Magic, I had, I think I had apple pie or something like that. That's the one that that, that was at the top of my head. Um, all right, we was at defensive line. <laughs> I think, um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know what to make of it. Like from a long term perspective, I'm not even thinking about Chase or uh, Montez no more. Right, I'm thinking about this current unit. Um, Andre Jones, like he he came in for 
what I think he came in for a couple plays too. But um, I'm, I'm going to be interested in seeing like KJ's reps. Um, I'm going to be interested in seeing Andre's reps. Uh, but just generally, um, it was kind of a weird day. Even on that play where uh, Stevenson got the one for 64, it was so weird because I'm like, bro, like you know how 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 well how well blocked it had to be for for a person who ran a who looked like he was running like a five five forty um to house that and, and only get touched <laughs> at the end zone um it was right like who was that I think it was the Ron Payne's gap like got moved completely out of the gap you talking about you talking about the rushing touchdown yeah Stevenson's touchdown like he got placed up out, out complete like moved like two yards out of his gap. And but they were like lined up wide for some reason, and then they wanted they wanted the linebackers to to kind of do a loop to confuse the center, and Jamin Davis didn't hit his hole hard enough, okay. so he got washed out the play. Okay. I, I thought it was a bad defensive play call in general. Like like I said, the alignment looked like they were like lined up wide, which essentially gave the the Patriots exactly the look that they wanted as they were running inside. Yeah, you you might be you might be right on that one because uh, I definitely I didn't even watch the replay for real, so that's the it first one thing. It was a boring game, bro. That's <laughs> right. I was like, it was one of them plays where you like, damn, oh my god, oh my god. It was it was real quiet. It wasn't really much excitement or or even just like something that would keep you if you're a, if you're just an observer, like you're yeah. like, all right, bro, let me find another game type shit. I get it. I, I don't disagree. Um, but but what else are we missing? From this day, like it's it's one thing to complain about the rest of rest were rest were bad. I, I don't disagree with anybody that's saying that in the chat. Um, like that's clearly clearly something. Um, but another thing I'm thinking about: Washington plays Seattle next week, right? Um, do they have any? Um, receiving style backs like that could be shifty or something like that. Um, I mean, I know, I know they're running backs, right? But I don't know, like in terms of receiving style, I don't know who who they have back there. Um, and and the reason why I ask that is because like that second half, for whatever reason, um, or I, I know the reason, but for for however way they found this mismatch, they were picking apart Jamin Davis with choice routes, Texas routes, wheel routes on the sideline, and you mentioned a uh, Mac Jones already, so. Like we know, Matt, if you had a better quarterback today in terms of ball placement, like you probably see Jamin Davis give up like at least close to 70, 70 75, maybe even a hundred yards on the day in the air. Um, but like I can't imagine Seattle not looking at this game and, and seeing if they can isolate Jamin Davis with one of their best uh receiving backs. Yeah, I mean, I think I think for any opposing offense going against this defense, you look at you look at three of their main – well, four main weaknesses. One is the linebacker play overall. So you feel like you can attack them in the running game and you can definitely attack them in the in the passing game, especially if you flank your wide receiver out uh, to line up with the rest of the wide receivers. Then on top of that, you now have no pass rush, really no pressure, because Jack Doreal is going to continue to just send four. So if you stop Allen and Payne uh, – pretty much no one's going to get home to your quarterback in a timely fashion. Then you got Emmanuel Forbes, who now they're bringing back into the fold to, to be a primary uses high stat uh, cornerback. If you line up in three wide receiver sets, you're pretty much going to see him. I don't really even think I've seen Danny Johnson today. 
I think more so because of the Patriots playing a lot of two tight end fronts. Um, I seen a lot of Kaliki Hudson, uh, which was a mismatch on that Hunter touchdown. Uh, yeah. He's like, Kaliki's probably like 5'11". Hunter's like 6'6". Six, six. Um, so next week, you know, when they go against Seattle, they'll be able to attack the passing game with uh, Jackson, uh, Jackson Smith Ijigba, Tyler Lockett, and DK Metcalf. I mean, they had a rough game today against Baltimore, but Baltimore is one of those teams where they're Super Bowl contenders. They got a crazy defense, uh, a, a beautiful scheme that everyone is kind of playing with each other, and that offense is, is firing. Um, but Seattle is no slouch. You know, today their loss against Baltimore makes them 6-3, and three, but I expect them to attack Jamin Davis next week as well. Even if Walker or um, the kid they drafted out of UCLA, Zach Sharp. I know you're talking about, but yeah. yeah. Like, I still expect them to use their running backs and their tight ends in their passing game heavily next week. But, yeah, that's what teams are just going to do whenever Jamin Davis is going to be on the field. And it's crazy because that's one of his strengths is being a, a pass coverage backer. But I think he's just overthinking the process at this point. If you have a running back that you're going against, they either going to go inside or stay outside. It's not really that hard. It's just more so you got to study your film and, and, and know what they're going to do. But, um, yeah, the defense the defense is there, man. Like, like we said, they got no pressure. Linebacker play is still poor. Secondary play is still, you know, poor. Or it, 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 I'll, you know what? Let me stop because I, I would rather. I, I, this is probably gonna be one of the weeks. I didn't, I didn't do it in two weeks. I was. It's probably gonna be one of the weeks where I actually look at the defense. So let me, let me stop. I, I look, but I, I do Wait, think film study. It, it probably, been, yeah. I about to say it probably was some. It probably was some holes out there that that just. I mean, honestly, even some of the passes that Mac threw today, like think about the um. So when remember uh, uh Kendall Fuller and Emmanuel Forbes were downfield deep and the receiver had gotten behind yeah, them. Yeah. Um yeah, and and it went straight to his hands and he dropped it. Uh I don't know from a cover standpoint, because I know they do match coverages. So usually if it, if you have Kendall, you have two cornerbacks on one receiver, odds are is one of them was probably they switched off and passed off their route and became the single high. I'm gonna assume that it was Kendall Fuller who was the single high. Point being, to that point, even on that switch off, he still got behind them, and and that was a missed opportunity in terms of what you what you were mentioning with the secondary. Um, probably a couple plays here and there. I mean, I also that's football, but it's also something where like technically it's football. It's something that happens with, a little bit too often with this defense. Um, and maybe they just they got a pass today, which is 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 just. It's just one of those one of those days you need it. <laughs> one of those days you need it, bro. One of those days, man. So, okay. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what that secondary looks like. Um, what do you think for his workload is going to look like on against the Seahawks? Because, I mean, you have DK Tyler and and Jackson, right? But behind them is is even still Jackson's having a quiet year. Not to say he's a bad receiver, but he's having a quiet rookie year. So it's like you probably could afford to put him out there. Manual. I mean, you got to play him. Like, at this point, there's no benefit of sitting him on the bench. He has to play. I just think that it's interesting how they decided specifically within their schedule, this is the week that we're going to overload Emmanuel Forbes back into the fold. 
uh, I mean, it's a it's a great week to do so. Uh, but either way, you can't hide him. You feel me? Like, it's impossible he, if you're on the field. It's, yeah, it's e- either you're gonna have to play him or or not. He almost had an inter, uh, almost had an interception if Rager didn't uh, fight back for that ball. Um, I also seen him get active within the 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 tackling game, like rushing or whatever. Um, yeah, it was it was good to see Quan Martin get that interception for himself, build up his confidence, and yep. uh, you know get himself around the ball. That that was huge, but. Overall, man, you got to play these young guys and and, and see what <laughs> what you can make out of your draft picks. You you took them, you feel me? Like I would have loved to see Andre Jones get more snaps. Uh, KJ Henry, aka Stuntman, that sack actually came on a stunt, <laughs> which freedom. <laughs> but aside from that, man, like you you got to play some of these younger guys and see what you got. Even the same thing with Hudson, you got to play him and see. Okay, is he going to be someone that can actually contribute within helping with this passing game when we go against, you know, 13 personnel? Like, I, I want to see Jabril Cox. I want to see, I want to see everybody at this rate. Like, I'm so confused by some of the roster things. Like, you elevate guys from practice squad and sign them to the active roster, but then you make them inactive game day. It's like, what the hell is going on here? Like, Jabril wasn't on special teams. You ain't seen him on special teams. I don't even know what number that man wear. Like that's wild as shit. Cause I don't. I was about this. I was literally that was my next question. Like what no? What, what number? What number I, is I, don't think I, I don't think I've seen Jabril on the field at all. Oh, I don't know. Like, but I have no clue what that. Let me look at his roster number. I don't know what yeah. he looks like in real life. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I didn't. I I just paid attention to the rookie class in particular. Like how many snaps they got. Chris Rodriguez got no. Offensive snaps. He made a tackle on special. Forty-one. Um, but yeah, I wanted. I would have wanted to see Jabril Cox go against you know some of these tight end looks with Mike Gusecki and and Hunter Henry. Uh, but either way, man, is it's just now like the youth movement. You just see how the rest of the season plays out. Uh, but I think the offense did a, a solid enough job. Great game plan, and um, you know. Thankful uh, for me, I didn't have to buy anybody a Sam Howell jersey. So, hey. hey, you know what's funny? I was looking at a um, my <laughs> God, what's what's the dude name? Sean, bro. Uh, oh, uh, Chef Sean, yeah. Uh, no Carter. Yeah, he just sent the he sent a letter. He said my. That's I don't know what he said, but he said my sentence is AJ should still give away something. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I was like, I was like that, my, but here's my thought though. I was like, bro, like he got 320. You no, know, I said, um, at, at the time he had 295, so he had 295 for yeah. a little while. But I was like, damn, what if he get down the field, bro, and he's he go two touch because he already threw the pick at that point. But I was like, what if he go two touchdowns, go for 320, and they get the dub? Like that don't count for nothing, bro. Because I might have thought about it, but everything went out the window with that interception, like. From from the fact of an interception taking place and and where it happened and how it happened was like what in the world? You know what's so that? funny? Because like, what if he that could have been the one that could have been the first of the two touchdowns on the day? That could have that really could right. have been the, the. I was starting to get a little nervous. So I was like, dang, <laughs> should I go look up fanatics.com? How much this jersey gonna run? But hey, that'd be uh, hilarious. Let me see if I got bro. some promo codes in my email, but. Nah. So if he went, so if he finished the day, if he had finished the day with three thirty, two, three touchdowns in that one pick, would hey, you have done? A, would you would you have done a giveaway? 
I might have thought about it, but we'll we'll run it back. We'll run it back. Uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, that's Thanksgiving a good time Thursday when they that's, play. The that's Cowboys. a good time. Yeah, that's gonna be a really good. That's gonna be really hopefully, good. A really hopefully, good uh, if he does accomplish that feat, whatever it is, when we run it back Thanksgiving, Black Friday, the Sam Howell number fourteen Commanders jersey will be on sale for like forty dollars. Maybe I could cop it at TJ Maxx or Marshalls within the area. Hey man, price price might go up a little bit, bro. Cause you know that man John, that man John Allen, that man John Allen on the post game talking about. I feel like we found our quarterback for the next five to ten years, and he truly believed it. Yeah, quote right. unquote. You know what all I'm right. saying? Cool, cool story, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, one, that's one of my more famous and, and favorite sayings. Cool story, bro. Like, but. To add though, to add though, um, a person on offense, and this is why, like, it's perspective is so crazy. Um, because I, I I appreciate what Charles Leno said, even out the midst of a, a win where your emotions are gonna be like so high up, like like John Allen. Uh Charles says that it takes time to fully determine if a young quarterback can be that guy for the long term. Charles um, Leno, but he yeah, Charles Leno. Um, but he sure. said he 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 likes um, he and others like what they've seen from how uh, specifically his leadership and his calm demeanor in the pocket. So like the the variation in terms of opinions, but also just understanding that <clears throat> even people on offense who who know him and spend time with him know that it's going to take some time. So um, I think that's the most important thing. Because you got to think like the sacks have kind of like slowed down as far as like huge numbers in some essence, but there's still sacks there that are being had, right? For offensive linemen, their view on Sam Howell is much different than how a Jonathan Allen may look at it. Because really, how taking those sacks hurts their future as far as finances. Because a lot of people aren't really going to go and get down to the nitty gritty of how many sacks were allowed by the specific player. But just the tally alone is kind of like, oh, you're a part of that unit that gave up the second most sacks in the league in comparison to the numbers that David Carr put up with the Texans. So it's like if you're doing your job, it's kind of hard for you to get the blame. Like everyone is, everyone's been like shitting on the offensive line and they've been providing him solid enough pockets. Like they're yeah. not the greatest. He's gotten really good the last couple of weeks. Yeah, they're not the greatest by any means, but Sam got to also help those boys out. Uh, we we've seen we've seen the the center get demoted, whether that be on him not picking up protections or not. But we've seen him get demoted. He was a free agent signing. So when you're a Charles Leno, you know you kind of like the writing's on the wall for my future possibly being on this team next year. I'm gonna just keep it real and raw. Like I ain't about to go out on a limb and say yeah he that dude like he the future quarterback. Like they 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 did the same thing with Taylor Heineke like. Nah. Oh, John for sure. John, that's that's the funny thing. John is it's John crazy is definitely for Leno to say because he's never played with a league quarterback in his entire NFL career. So it's like he don't even know what that looked like from an NFL experience. <laughs> like as far as playing with someone or having that guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking, but you know, and he's played Bears, against Aaron Rodgers. He's seen he's seen Aaron. He's he's two seen times it, a year. Like, he's played with the Chicago Bears, so he had. Justin Fields and who who else was the quarterback before Justin Mitch Trubitsch. Trubisky Mitch Trubisky like come on dog um all right so uh I, I do agree with 
with this part will much better since Gates is benched. I think I think that was kind of the, the biggest tale. Like I think um who shed some light into this? I think it was Ron Rivera some point after the Philly game where he mentioned um specifically Tyler Larson was getting the offense in the right protections. Um so I think that kind of indicates who was actually responsible for making the right calls on a down in a down out basis for for pass protection at least um throughout the first eight weeks of the season um so for for nick gates um seeing the the difference after a two-week period uh is is honestly is drastic it, it was a drastic difference and uh chris paul got to start again today um i i don't know how if that's gonna be permanent moving forward or uh do you, wait do we know how long uh sadiq charles is out do we know uh he ain't get put on IR. I don't know. Um, I would assume so. Right, let me yeah, check. I don't know. I know Ricky Swamley, I think, got put on IR, but Big Charles yeah. injury. I mean, yeah, the, the change the change at center has been drastic because oh, yet. you now have a guy that's smart enough to be able to help out Sam with sliding protections and, and identifying the 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 blitzer. But it's like you already had this guy on your roster. And then you went and drafted a center. So it's like, what are we doing here? And I, I wanted to read that uh, Nikki, however you say her last name, article. Javala? Yeah, for the Washington Post. But I'm not paying for the Washington Post, even if it's a dollar. So Yeah, I, I ain't going to lie to you. I'm in the same boat. <laughs> I, was hoping, I was hoping under the thread someone was going to uh, grab some parts of the article. <laughs> But yeah, like it's it's just poor roster management overall. I don't know how deep of a dive she went in breaking it down, but it's just confusing uh, overall with what's happening. Because it's like if Tyler Lawson can step in and you can move on from Gates, I guess you could say by not even by circumstance, what happened? Like Gates, Gates just got dogged against the, the Giants, where it made it obvious. Oh. We need to move on. I don't really know what happened there, but either way, you can't be signing guys in free agency and, and then having to bench them what six, seven weeks into the season, and you are and and use a guy that you already had on your roster, and then you use your third round pick for a center. So it's like, hey, get it, bro. Like, well, look though, here's here's a here's the bottom line. Um, there ain't no more Dylan with that after this season. So I'm, I am perfectly fine. Oh, no. uh, I, I, I need to find a way to read this article. Cause there I still thinks that Ron Rivera could possibly get a front office job within the Washington commanders. Hey, AJ, uh, uh, AJ, <laughs> who, who are we, who, who are we trying to argue against? Cause I, if, if those, if those people believe that, like, all right, cool. Well, I got, let me, let me say you some land. Like, all right, I, I know, look, I know, uh, uh, Pena, Caesar Pena. You know what I'm saying? I, I can get you plugged in. You know what I'm saying? Um, but look, oh, one sentence takeaway. Uh, everybody, we're gonna close out with that. Everybody in the chat, if you all got a one sentence takeaway, let's go ahead and leave your marks right there. Um, and let us know what those are. I'm gonna read some from uh Twitter and then we could get into ours. Where's the one sentence takeaways? Um, Ken Johansson, Burgundy Burner, Sam Howe is not a quitter, um, and he is definitely a winner. Uh, TBZ Money Mike could tell the difference between Chase and Montez slash Two Hill and JSW, but defense as a whole stepped up when needed. <laughs> Disco, <laughs> Disco says Mac Jones is terrible. Um, 
Rio, uh, good man Rio said, Thank God we played Mac Jones. <clears throat> um, Amani said, Did we have a sack today? Asking for a friend. Um, and then let's go ahead and do a couple more. Uh, Chuck G, heart attack, and um, let's see, <laughs> Eternal 5 ENT. Uh, the good man. First time watching is one in New England since 1996. That's how you know it's a boring game when they give you a when they give you a stat. <laughs> First time watching is one in New England since 1996. Don't nobody care about nothing else with this mob except for that. Um, okay, I'll go first. Um, let's see, because I didn't even think too much about this one. Ooh, uh, fuck it. Shout out, shout out to Sam Howell, bro. Shout out to Sam. I'm gonna leave it there. Um, dang, one sentence takeaway. I'll probably say, "Thank God." Wrong family tuition. My bad. I stopped doing it. <laughs> yeah, I, I really can't. I really couldn't think of anything else, but thank God it's over. All right, man. There it is. Um, Magic says Sam is second in the league with passing yards at 2471. Number one is Tua, and then number three is Pat Mahomes at 2442. All right. Um, we're gonna close it out there, man. Uh appreciate everybody who tuned in live, man. Uh we will catch you all Tuesday for the aftermath. Dre should be on. Then he has some things going on with his with his fam. Um, so he'll be back on Tuesday. We'll get to talk about it then with him uh we should have a guest on as well i think i've been saying that for the last couple episodes but i've been actively talking to the guy just been missing some time so uh hopefully we get him on tuesday or this thursday but that's gonna wrap it up for us man enjoy the rest of y'all sunday man it's a good game on with the new uh with the with the philly and dallas teams playing so uh, let's go ahead and tap in with them uh, aj i'll catch you in a couple days we up out of here man peace sir Damn, set, huh? Watch him throw the ball. We gon' pick it off. You gon' let him hit the hole, or you gon' cut it off. You gon' play through fourth and long, or you gon' punt it off. Your defenders have you hit us, put your pads in. Don't be looking for the ref to throw no flags in. Keep the helmet on, keep the cleats tight. You the type to want to win by any means, right? You should look alive. This is Trap or Die. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.